2: Listener discretion is advised.
1: The abduction and murder of Cherish Periwinkle. When a young and trusting mother who thought a quick trip to the local store where she had been hundreds of times before would be just like any other. But it wasn't. It turned out to be the worst day of her life. One that every parent prays they never have to experience. One that happened in minutes right in front of her rain periwinkle was a young mom of three beautiful little girls they lived in jacksonville florida along with her boyfriend on a rather tight budget for a struggling family of five cherish was the oldest of the girls she was eight and her biological father lived on the other side of the country from her all the way in california her plan was to visit him that summer in fact She had a plane she was taking the following day, all by herself, from Florida to California, on Saturday, June 22nd. Rain and her boyfriend didn't have a car, so they either walked or took public transportation when they needed to go somewhere. The airport was further away, and due to the early hour of the day that they were leaving at, they would need to take a taxi. Her boyfriend gave her $100 cash to use for the cab to get to the airport and back. Knowing that Cherish was going to be staying with her father for a while, Rain wanted to send her with some nice clothes. Maybe they could take a walk to the local store and pick up a dress. She needed to buy some items for the house anyways. It would take about 20 minutes to walk from the house to the store. Rain's boyfriend gave her a reminder about the cab fare that they were due to pay and suggested that she not spend anything over $40 since they would need at least $60 for the ride. She agreed and said goodbye before heading out the door with her three girls for a quick trip to the store to run some errands. All four of them arrived at the local Dollar General store about 7.30 p.m. Dollar General is a chain store that sells discounted home, clothing, and food items. They shopped there for about an hour. Rain found a cute little black dress with polka dots on it. She wanted to buy it for one of her daughters, but she wasn't sure if it was on sale, so she went up to the clerk and asked. The dress wasn't, so she couldn't afford it and she returned it to the rack. At about 8:30 p.m., about an hour after they got there, they all left the store and they began to head home. They saw an older man with white hair sitting outside. He was about 50 years old and had short white hair with a matching white mustache. He also looked like an average man around the age of someone who could possibly be her father. She recognized him and remembered him from the store. He had been standing close to her when she was paying for her purchases, and she remembered him because she felt like he was going to try to rob her or something because he was just looking at her when she was paying. He looked at her and he said, If you really want that dress, I'll get it for you. You look like you have your hands full. I have a couple of little ones. She was standing right outside of the store and she quickly felt silly for thinking he was going to rob her since now he's offering to buy her something. Taken back by the gesture, she felt a bit relieved and began to have a conversation with him. He informed her that he was there. We
0: take this few seconds off to inform you, our valued loyal listener, about the best health and fitness podcast shows from the Nespod Studios. Enjoy the show.
1: They're waiting for his wife, and they had a $150 gift card for Walmart that they really didn't need. He offered it to her and said she needed it more than he did. He was right. To rain at that time, a random $150 gift card might as well have been 5000 She felt like she won the jackpot the stress of having to strictly budget all of her items on her list was now lifted with the generosity of a kind stranger. She stood there for several minutes and had small talk with him while they waited for his wife. After they didn't see her pull in, rain started to come down from the sky and the kids quickly became restless and bored. The man decided to sit inside his van to continue to wait for his wife to arrive in a gold car that he claimed that she drove. After a bit more time, the man offered to just drive them over there and his wife could meet them with the gift card. He knew that Rain didn't have a car and that she was strapped for cash. His kindness and generosity was refreshing to her, and she felt like he seemed safe. He didn't look scary or have any signs that would harm her or her kids. They sat and talked about the church he attended and where he worked. As the moments went by and the man seemed less and less like a stranger and more like a friend, he again offered to take the girls and her to Walmart. He even offered to show his driver's license to ease her mind. She saw it and felt foolish and thought, well, maybe I'm just being paranoid. So then she willingly got into the van and loaded her purchases she made, her kids, and the stroller that she brought from home. The drive to Walmart was about 10 minutes, and Rain felt if they could have gotten a head start on the shopping, by the time his wife arrived with a gift card, they could pay and be on their way. The van itself was an older 1998 white Dodge Custom van, the kind they had before the invention of minivans. These type are large and have big windows on the sides which typically have blinds, similar to an RV. The inside was a bit dark, and she noticed that there was a large space in the middle where it appeared the seats were removed and now missing. There was still a large bench seat in the far back, and it had seatbelts for the girls. The three kids sat in the bench seat, and Rain got up in the passenger seat alongside her new friend. Conversation between Rain and the man continued as they drove on. She learned his name was Don, and he was 65 years old. He mentioned that his wife was from the Virgin Islands. She never did learn her name, but now she did know that she drove a gold car, came from the Virgin Islands, and she was supposed to be at Walmart meeting them with a $150 gift card for her to spend on her young girls. Once they arrived, the girls were excited and wanted to get out of the van. Don pulled his phone out from his pocket and appeared like he was taking a phone call. Rain was busy with her girls and started to gather them out of the car. Don was speaking about his dinner plans for later that evening with someone on his phone. They continued to wait in the parking lot for his wife to arrive before Don finally took notice of the growing impatience of the girls and said, go ahead inside and start shopping. I'll wait out here for her and I'll meet you in the little girls department. Rain decided that that sounded like a good idea, so she left her items and that she purchased at Dollar General along with the stroller in the van but grabbed her girls and started to shop. They began looking at jewelry and moved into the shoe department. They made their way to the little girls area and she quickly began forming piles for each of the kids in the cart. Each pile was designated for a different child. Eventually what felt like a long time Don emerged again and he was still without his wife. Rain asked him where she was, and his response was, she was coming. They continued shopping under the watchful eye of Don, who was still waiting for his wife, who allegedly had a $150 gift card, the only reason Rain and her three daughters were bothering piling up the cart in the first place. Don was shopping as well, and in fact put one item in the cart for himself, a large bundle of green and black Corded rope. He also accompanied Cherish down the aisles and even helped her pick out a pair of shoes. She brought the pair to her mom, and Rain refused to put them in the cart. She said they were a pair of women's high heel shoes, and they were much too big and certainly not age appropriate for her daughter. So Don helped Cherish put the shoes back. Again, they shopped in the store for about over an hour and Rain was worried that she was taking too much time and that Don was growing bored or anxious. She was afraid that his offer would expire if she wasted too much of his time, so she asked him if it was okay. He responded by saying, yeah, take your time. His wife had still not arrived with the card, but this didn't stop anyone from continuing to shop. If it wasn't for this gift card, the amount of items that she had in the cart far exceeded the amount of money that she had on her. The kids began to get fussy because they were hungry. Don took notice and made an offer. He said, I'm going to go to McDonald's. What do you want to eat? Cherish then ran up to her mom and said that Don had a $150 gift card and he was going to buy them dinner. She asked her mom what she wanted to eat and Rain responded with cheeseburgers. Cherish returned to Don and th- with the requested order of cheeseburgers, and the two of them left and headed towards the front of the store where the McDonald's was. Rain knew that the McDonald's was physically inside the store and that there were a lot of people working up at the front. So knowing that they wouldn't leave the store, she didn't think twice when Cherish decided to run behind Don when he headed off in that direction. He never asked Rain for her permission, but she didn't think about it like that but had he really asked her, she probably would have said no. She also felt reassured by the fact that the store was heavily covered with cameras and she had already spent so much time with him. She didn't see anything wrong with it. Rain would never have approved her daughter leaving with a stranger if she would have known or thought that they were going to leave the store. After the two left, Rain continued to shop. An announcement was made about the store closing at 11 and asked customers to please bring their purchases up at this time. She must have lost track of time. She didn't realize it was so late. Rain quickly gathered up her two daughters and set towards the front of the store to find Don and Cherish. Hopefully his wife was there too, because she knew she didn't have the means to pay for all these items herself. As she approached the front, she noticed there was no signs of Cherish or Don, and in fact, the McDonald's was closed. The gate was down and the lights were off. She ran to the registers and didn't see them. She assumed they would be waiting up there with a gift card and a bag of cheeseburgers. When she didn't see that, she began to panic and yell for someone to call 911. Her daughter had been kidnapped. No one in the store seemed to take her seriously. She continued to run up and down and now the aisles were vacant and she was frantically searching for her daughter. Finally, an employee gave her a phone to use in order to make the following call at 11.18 p.m. on Friday, June twenty first, 2013.
2: I'm at Walmart. I think my daughter's been taken. What do you mean? Taken by a stranger. I can't find her. Okay, ma'am, how old is your daughter? Eight and a half. And you say you're at the Walmart Olin Turner? Yes, I am. Okay, when was, where did you last see her at? Walmart. I met him in today at Dollar General. He saw that I was struggling to buy them some clothes. He drove us here to buy us some clothes. And the only reason I went with him because he said his wife was going to be here. Because I told him I don't take rides with strangers. Okay, ma'am, what's your daughter's name? Uh, her name's Cherish. Cherish, yes. And her her last name? Perry Winkle with the P. Can you spell that for me, please? P E R O Y W I N K L E. And is she a white female, black female? Excuse me. Is she a white or black female? She's white girl. What, no. what, what is color? The- what color Go ahead. Dark hair. I don't remember what clothes she's wearing because I'm panicking right now. I'm trying not to panic. Okay, and she was last seen with this man? Yes. He, he, he said he was going to McDonald's and he he hasn't been there because the store is closed right now. Okay, is he a white man or a black man? A white man. He's got white short hair and he's got dark eyebrows. You said dark, dark short hair? No, he's got white hair and dark eyebrows. I had a strange feeling about him when I first met him, and he took her to the he took her to the to, to the dressing room twice. And I was hoping that she would be okay. And I was looking at the shoes, and I didn't want him to think that I was overly protective, freaking out. But now. Men are here, and I find it very odd because he knew that. Oh, okay, ma'am. What kind of vehicle does he drive? It's a what van? Do you remember any stickers or anything on the side of the van? Anything that you can remember at all? Did it have tenant windows or anything? I know he's got carpet in the van. And then Tricky what? the lot. And he, he said, What? I didn't take a good look at the bed. Okay, do you remember what, did you see any tag on it or anything? Was no. it a tag? No, I didn't look at that. I feel like a fool. Okay, can you remember what he had on? No, I don't remember anything because I'm panicking right now. Okay, ma'am, what's your name? My name's Rain, R-A-Y-N-E. He said his name name's Dawn he said he was supposed to meet his wife here and his wife never showed up and i couldn't figure out why his wife didn't even show up at dollar general and he told you that y'all were going to meet his wife at um the walmart yes first she was supposed to show up at dollar general and then he was going to meet with her at at walmart and we've been here probably two hours and she didn't show up and I had this cart full of clothes that he said he was going to pay for with a hundred dollar gift card and I, excuse me, I I had a bad feeling. I thought, well, I feel like pinching myself because this is too good to be true. So I got to the checkout. He's not here. Cherish isn't here. (laughs) He's eight. He's eight years old. She's supposed to go to California in the morning. (laughs) Who? The plane. And he knows, as I told him this, he knew when the store was closing. (laughs) I had a bad feeling about him. Okay, how long have you been looking for you? When was the last time you saw your daughter? How long ago? About half an hour ago. Have you been waiting for her for half an hour? Yes. There's nobody in the store and he knew the store was closing. He said he was going to McDonald's. She went with him. I should have told her to stay with me. He walking to the McDonald's inside the store. Yes, there's a McDonald's inside the store. He wasn't here. Oh, somebody said they saw him, but he's not here. He should have had the, the, uh, the nerve to stay in here and wait. He must know that I'm panicking by now. Okay, ma'am, where are you in the store now? Are you outside or where? No, well, I'm in the front of the store. I think I need to hang up because uh, No, ma'am. Are you a white female, black female? Oh. A white female. What five, shirt do you have on? 5'8. What color shirt do you have on? I have on a short black polka dot dress. And brown flip flop sandals. I have long red hair.
0: it's nasty boy cc the truest story never told go get a load of that happiness because happiness is healthy as we know it join us every week as we continue to provide you the best of health and fitness wellness updates from around the globe enjoy the show
2: are you right in front of the store excuse me who are you talking to uh, Walmart employee. They're, they're talking to my girls because they haven't had anything to eat. what you say, ma'am? They haven't had anything to eat, so the Walmart employee was talking to my girls. Talking to your who? My girls. Okay, you have more kids with you? Yes, I have two. My other one, I think he, he took her. <sighs> okay, ma'am. You ha- Your eight-year-old daughter, you think she's been taken. You say you have other kids with you? Yes, I do he was he was uh he was giving my eight year old too much attention. He wanted her to buy these really tall shoes that were women's shoes, and I told him no, I said they're too high for her. I wouldn't even wear shoes that high. Maybe he was okay, and when did you meet him today? I met him at Dollar General on Edgewood. I was struggling with my money to buy the girl some clothes, and he saw that I, what I was doing, and he waited for us outside the store, and he said that he was waiting on his wife to show up, and so I waited around to meet her, and she didn't show up, and then he said he was going to give us a ride over here to Walmart, and then we waited in the parking lot for... A maybe 20 minutes for her to show up she didn't show up so we all went into the store we've been here about two hours and she didn't show up and I don't understand why he would leave right now unless he's got a silly reason and I'm wasting my time standing here you're not wasting your time now we have officers on their way to you I can't remember what my angel is wearing Ooh. I need to sit down and be calm and close my eyes and try to remember what Cherish is wearing. Okay, ma'am, just stay in front of the store and then and yes, try to think about what she's wearing and what he's wearing. So when the officers get there you can tell them, okay? Yeah. Okay, can you think of anything else about the van or anything? Uh, it had a line around the van, as if it were maybe a metal, a, a metal—not not a sticker, but maybe I don't know how to explain. Like a like a pinstripe. You remember what so, color what color the line was? <laughs> I think it was dark, maybe like a silver. <laughs> and it and it had a big space in the middle of the van where he had taken out where he had taken out a couple of seats said he put my stroller in there oh i put the stroller in there i don't want him to kill her i don't, I don't want to be one of those parents that they're going through this I feel I feel responsible because I I, I told him when I first met him that I was a little bit scared of him because I thought he was waiting to rob us outside the door in general because he was just standing there. And he said, Well, if you really want that dress for, for my four year old, he said, I'll go get it for her. I should have told him no. Uh, Okay. My, my my girls need clothes so bad, well, I let him do it, but I, I'm so sorry. Now these ladies have to put all the clothes back in the store. Can you remember anything else about him? Whenever you were talking to him, did he sound funny, like he had an accent or anything? Or He said he works for Haberjacks. He said he worked for Haberjacks? Yes. Did he say where they lived? No, I don't remember that. He said his wife is from the Virgin Islands. We had a little chat in the in the van on the way over. And did he say he lived on that side of town or anything? He said he, well, he didn't. He didn't know this part of town. He wasn't sure about this part of town. He knows the store is closed. He knows McDonald's is closed. Why in the world would he take my little girl okay, away? I don't see the van in the, in the parking lot or anything where y'all left it. Well, have you been outside to the parking lot? I went outside the door, but I don't I don't think I see the van. That's oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he took her. He took her. Okay, who are you speaking with, ma'am? I'm speaking to a Walmart employee. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Are you outside now, ma'am? Yeah, there's two police officers out here, two police cars. Okay, go ahead and speak with officers. Thank you.
0: Go get a load of that happiness because happiness is healthy as we know it. Join us every week as we continue to provide you the best of health and fitness wellness updates from around the globe. Enjoy the show.
1: Police were able to make an identification of the man. He was Donald J. Smith, a registered sex offender in the area. He lived with his mother and she owned a 1998 white Dodge van. Police also discovered that Don was just released from prison 21 days ago. He had a history of sexually violent and disturbing behavior. He was arrested and convicted for attempting to kidnap two teen girls back in 1992. As recent as 2009, he was making obscene phone calls to a child while pretending to be an employee, for the Department of Children and Family Services. After confirming his identification with Rain by bringing his mugshot to her, she knew that was the man who was with them. The once kind stranger was now revealed as a convicted sex offender. Now, he was missing along with her eight-year-old child, Cherish. At 3.45 a.m., FDLE, updated the Amber Alert draft that was still not released to now include information about the suspect and his vehicle. At 3.50 a.m., police arrived at the home of Donald Smith to try to locate Cherish. The Jacksonville Police Department sent an alert to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. At 4.05 a.m., the final review of the Amber Alert script was performed. At 4.21 a.m., four hours and two minutes after Cherish was last seen skipping out of the Walmart doors, the following Amber Alert was issued. Amber Alert issued for Girl 8, taken from Jacksonville Walmart. The Jacksonville Sheriff's Office says they were called to the Walmart on Lem Turner Road at 11 p.m. on Friday in reference to a missing eight-year-old girl. Detectives say the initial investigation revealed that the victim was taken away from the store by an unknown white male in a white van and that the suspect vehicle was last seen driving south on Turn Road from the scene. Investigators say the man befriended the child's mother and her three children in the store, then offered to take the girl to McDonald's at the front of the store. He may be driving a white 1998 Dodge van with Florida tags. The van also has a two-inch dark pinstripe down the sides. At 9 a.m. on that morning, four and a half hours after the Amber Alert and Bolo for a white van was issued, a uniformed officer, who was already on patrol and with a vehicle pulled over, saw the white van that was involved in the abduction of Cherish Periwinkle pass by. She quickly released the current citizens and set off in pursuit after the 98 Dodge white van. She called for backup, and the police department was successfully able to make a felony traffic stop. They did not know what they would find. They effectively pulled the driver over, and the man who was driving complied and pulled over and got out willingly and allowed the officers to search his van. There was nothing in it. Most concerning was Cherish was nowhere to be found. The van had no back seats, and the stroller and the bags from Dollar General were also missing. Don quickly was detained, and while being frisked, he shouted, She's in the water! A mom and her young daughter reported a call to 911 around the same time, saying that they just saw the same white van off of the side of the road over by a church. That is what allowed the police the means to find the area where they could quickly begin to search for Cherish. Officers utilized canines to track the scent for her, And they came upon water, where they found a makeshift wall of asphalt, concrete, and other debris covering a tree that was down in the dark brown, murky water. Upon closer look, the officer was able to see into the water, and he saw the hair of the young girl floating. He could also see the color and the pattern of the dress that she had on, and knew based on the location and the way her body was wedged in that she had been deceased. Crime scene investigators and the medical examiner's office came out to photograph the scene and take the remains of Little Cherish off for an autopsy. Before performing the autopsy, they did a rape kit and swabbed her entire body for evidence. Autopsy results returned more horrific results than anyone could have ever imagined. Donald was arrested and indicted on charges of first degree murder, kidnapping, and capital sexual battery. On February 12, 2018, almost five years after the abduction, violent sexual assault, and murder of beautiful little Cherish Lily Periwinkle, the defendant, Donald Smith, would finally be on trial, and if convicted, he could be sentenced to death. The prosecution started opening statements with graphic and disturbing details of the death that Cherish suffered. He gagged her, raped and sodomized her leaving her genitalia destroyed, a description used by the medical examiner, and then he strangled her. Her cause of death was strangulation. He gagged her with such force that her nostrils, nose, neck, and eyeballs bled. She didn't die quick and easy. She was tortured. He then dragged her now dead body through the woods, put her into the water, forced her under a tree, and then through asphalt, bricks, and debris on top of her in hopes no one would ever find her. He was caught and they collected and gathered incriminating evidence from her body that will prove he committed the kidnapping, rape, torture, and murder of Cherish Periwinkle. He took her, he broke her, and he killed her. DNA evidence was obtained from all over her tiny body the DNA, along with 30 hours of surveillance footage that they had between the Dollar General and Walmart, there would be no doubt that this man will and should be found guilty. The prosecutor's argument lasted over 22 minutes before they handed the floor off to the defense. The defense made a challenge to the jury to examine the facts and only the facts that are presented in the case in order to determine the outcome of the defendant. They open the argument by blaming the mother for bringing her young kids out at night, knowing that they had to get up at 4 a.m. to make the 6.30 flight that Cherish had the following morning. They continue to blame her for getting into a shady older van without proper seats for the children with a complete stranger to go to a store over eight miles away without a ride home or a cell phone. She walks in and shops with this man for hours without hesitation and even sees no issues with the three to four times that Don walked off with her daughter. It was 39 minutes between the time Cherish left her mother's side and when the 911 call was made. Despite what the defense said, Rain may have made a series of poor choices. Her decisions were not what murdered her daughter. Bottom line, Donald did. And he was not only there on camera, but his DNA was found in multiple spots, places for which I refuse to name. Besides that, he was a convicted sex offender and had a known addiction to crack cocaine. He did, however, have a son. That may have been one thing he didn't lie about. A former acquaintance of Don's testified against him and said that, when his son was younger, his former friend had a young daughter. And the two played together. On one occasion, he took notice of how Don looked at his then four year old daughter with a look that he felt wasn't appropriate. Ever since that day, he never brought his daughter around Don again. The abduction of Cherish was planned from the moment he laid eyes on the unsuspecting mother. Her instincts were right when she felt his creepy gaze upon her when she was checking out at the Dollar General. Had she gone with that gut and stuck with it? Cherish would likely still be here and living her life with her sisters and her mother. But it wasn't her mother's fault that she didn't go with her gut. It wasn't and it isn't her fault because she is a victim too. Another of Don's many that he lured with his seemingly harmless appearance and gift of gab. He's a lifelong con man with experience in finding, grooming, and capturing his victims. Clearly, he was thinking as he went along all the while making sure to keep Rain happy with the promise of the $150 in clothes for her kids, as well as dinner. She felt safe enough in the parking lot, being they talked for so long, and if he wanted to harm her, he could have. She also felt a sense of reassurance when she was literally in his van, and he drove them to the exact place he said he would. Again, if he was going to do anything wrong, surely he would have taken full advantage by that point. It's got to be too good to be true, she kept telling herself. What are the odds that this kind man was at that place and at that time? Well, it wasn't a coincidence. He was preying on her daughter, and he knew he had to go through rain to get to cherish. After seeing the young mom struggle, he probably sat outside and thought how he was going to convince her to go with him. Once he realized they didn't have a car, he made the connection that he could lure them away for a fake shopping spree at the local Walmart. It was within two hours of the store closing by the time they arrived. He didn't seem like he was in a rush. In fact, he helped them shop and even apparently followed Cherish into the dressing room a few times, as well as all over the store. His plan was to wait to as close to the closing as possible. There were certainly less people, and he also had Rain pretty distracted with the dream of filling the cart to her heart's desire. The jury agreed and took just 12 minutes to deliberate, and on February 22, 2018, they recommended Donald for the death penalty. On May 2, 2018, a Florida Circuit Court judge agreed and sentenced Donald to the death penalty. She said, quote, You have not only forfeited your right to live among us, but under the laws of the state of Florida, you have forfeited your right to live at all. Donald James Smith, may God have mercy on your soul, end quote. This will conclude the episode. Thank you for listening. Talk to you soon. This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you.